Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello and welcome. Welcome back uh, to Series 6 of the Flats and Shanks podcast. I am the first half, the sort of the bigger half, Is that if that's not oxymoronic, Tom. I'm Flats and he is... Uh, you are, well, you are 75% and I am 25%. No. Well, no, sixty percent in terms of weight would be the most I was. Sixty forty, just like the split with Tyson and uh, Fury and Joshua. Oh, is that what's going on? I think so. What uh, stage is it at? Uh, principality stage in the middle, and I think it's going to be the first week of December. I hope they're doing it. Ooh yeah! You're not getting an agenda, did you? Nope. No, I've been out the loop, mate. Um, pretty sure that's, it is. that's exciting actually that's exciting mm. did you watch Joshua Usyk yeah yeah me too he's not your favourite boxer who's your favourite boxer um um uh sorry take your time mate Canelo who's that probably Canelo Alvarez who's that come on I thought it was a female boxer Triple- Triple on. G, Triple G, I like Triple G. I love. Who was? Is it um, Nicola? A boxer called Nicola. You, I remember on your Twitter feed, you went, she, "She's my favourite boxer." Oh no! Oh no! 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 You are thinking of. You're thinking of Nicola Evans, like Katie Taylor. Have you That's ever watched it, Katie her? Taylor? You said she was your you favourite boxer, her? mate. She is the best boxer to watch, flat out. Why didn't you say 100%. that then, when I asked you? I thought I was thinking of men. Oh right. <laughs> I was like, mm. that's it, Katie Taylor. She's your favourite. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. mate. She is unbelievable. Have you ever watched one of her fights? Nope. Right. Watch one. Okay. She's, a, she's a hurricane, mate. Okay. She's like Ronda Rousey. She just absolutely batters people. It's amazing. I mean, not that we like that because um, it's violence, yeah? But, I mean, In she's... In a legal is, way. 
She is she is freaky right. good. Anyway, so good. Uh, I cannot wait. I really hope Look, Tyson Fury and Anthony Joshua goes ahead while they're in their prime. I don't want to see it. I don't want to see it when one's past it and no. a little bit too old. Um, how are you, boy? How was your summer? Let's catch up, fella, because we we haven't seen each other, have we? Nope. nope. We haven't seen each other the whole summer. So tell me about it. Tell me where you, people want to know, boy. I used to get the invite down to Devon, but after mm. having a third child myself and you obviously having your third child. Yeah. Um, it's quite difficult now, isn't it? So, but it's been, it's been fine, mate. It's been good. Couldn't wait for the kids to get back to school, mind. Although traffic Not is you don't a love them. bit of a nightmare. In a way, yeah, I do. Yeah. Um, popped along to Portugal for nine days oh god yeah could you just do a week could you billy big balls yeah a week would have been enough it's do, yeah it's funny cause people say oh you're only doing a week i could do, i wouldn't mind let's do two weeks let's go mad it's like no no mm. two weeks on holiday with kids as much as you love them is exhausting Absolutely i had my garden done as well so that was lovely oh, yeah. outdoor area Seen it. cooking amazing a couple of Kamado joes in there and a gas grill because it's not a barbecue but it's a beef eat you've got, isn't it? Yeah. And I've got a Traeger oh, yeah. then undercover as well for when I want a slow cook. So that's been um that's been nice grilling outdoors. I realised last week that the builders have been the gardeners have been in and redone our garden as well. You mm. haven't seen it yet. And nope. um they have treated my Traeger cover as if it was rubbish and taken it to the tip. It's gone. No way. Anyway, I'm buttoning, I'm buttoning, carry on. And then that is it really. Bit of golf. Uh, a wedding, my cousin Greg, Palin got married to Rosie. Do you like weddings? Be honest. I know you're very happy for them, but do you like? Do you look forward to weddings? Oh, this was good. It's full of all my family, so it was nice to catch up with everyone. And I went for it? it. So yeah, was it? Yeah, it was. Okay. I haven't seen my cousins for ages. Um, I'm not into MC. No, well, weddings. You I'm are. The Flatmans are the black sheep, in the. Um, <laughs> The wedding scene. In the royal family of Kent. <laughs> the wedding scene. What else um, have we done? Oh, I t- we went um, went to the races last week. Oh. Chepstow Races. Uh, it was good fun. And did a Q&A with Joe Ledley, former footballer for Wales, Crystal Palace, Cardiff, Derby, and... There's no Ledley King. Celtic. And yeah. Nugget. Um, then, who looked older out of Ledley and Nugget? Well, I saw a photo online of Peter Thomas, who's the, who was the chairman of Cardiff Blues, Cardiff Rugby, Craig Davis, his son-in-law, Jiffy and Nugget. And Peter Thomas is mid-70s, I think, or early 70s. And Nugget looked the oldest. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, That's what happens when you're team manager of Wales and you lose to... Italy at home. But anyway, <laughs> Nugget, Nugget, Nugget had to leave early because it was Mark Davis. He gets tired at his age. He gets Mark tired, Davis, a.k.a. Carcass. Legendary physio. Oh, right. The man. It was his leave yeah, and do. Yeah. And I caught up with him later on that, that night. It was brilliant. Great to see the bloke. Brilliant physio. Form. Brilliant physio. Brilliant bloke. Brilliant rehabber. The lot. And he'd done, th- I think, 33 years he'd done in WIU. Wow. So I just remember him walking past his office and the light was off, or his, his room, and the light was off, and put your head in there, and he was doing a bit of physio. 
I said, why is your light off? He said, I don't want people to know I'm doing any physio, otherwise they come in. <laughs> but, yeah, it was great to see I haven't seen him in a long time, so sent him off well. Slightly pissed, but what do you expect? Oh, well done. He's yeah. a bit drunk. Uh, everyone, there's a few people there. Sweeney was there, Coach Sweeney, Rich Williams, Gareth Llewellyn, um, Dav Jones, Fishlips, he was there. Um, Steve Jones, Wayne Pivak, a little chat with, a little chat with Wayne Pivak, and Nugget was pissed. He's going, Shanks thinks our attack is shit, Wayne. I'm going. <laughs> I'm dying. I'm dying on the inside. I'm going. Oh, Wayne, I don't. But it's not about me today. It's about Carcass. All right. So can we leave it there? Or I'll bang you out. <laughs> I wouldn't. He's a lovely bloke. Oh um, bloody hell! Yeah. That's awkward. Yeah, I know. Well done, Nugget. What a dick. Uh, That's but, good yeah. stuff. So, it's been a fairly quiet summer. Quite a bit of golf, which has been lovely. Yeah, lovely. Well, um, what have you been up to, Dave? I'm waiting for you to ask. Um, I, were, I went to Australia to commentate uh, on the England tests mm-hmm. with Sky Sports, which was a brilliant trip. Not Nothing like the World Cup, because at the World Cup in Japan... As you know, and you're the same. It was, it was something was on every day. Basically, you were kind of on it pretty much every day um, to justify you being out there in a sense. But we took Ellie Roper out there as our reporter, so she basically did all the hard work during the week. Um, I did a couple of like three minute, two minute interviews with her for Sky Sports and Sky Sports News in a reasonably smart shirt and a pair of shorts, and that changed in in the end to just flip flops and a t shirt on Sky Sports News because they like the vibe. Or I like to think they did. Um, and commentated on the weekends. It was great. Michael Liner, I did it with Michael Liner. Mm-hmm. Miles Harrison, obviously, um, wonderful. Mar- Michael Liner got COVID week two, so missed that. And Gug Harrison, Justin Harrison came and did it. And yep. he was an absolute force of nature. Like, you listen to it. I remember it was he was magnificent on the COCOM. I mean, I absolutely loved it. The best bit for me that I could remember, because you can never remember these things properly, but... No. I said, you know, Miles Harrison was saying, do you know, it just takes so long to walk to the line outs and that sort of stuff. It's just such a delay. And I said, well, the biggest issue, yeah, all that sort of stuff. And you give, you know, time limits and whatever we're talking, speeding the game up. And Gug went quiet. Then he just goes, coming from the man who walked his whole career. (laughs) I was there, mate. I saw you. You walked everywhere. You know, so it was a never saw you around, mate. Yeah, it was brilliant. He was absolutely brilliant. So it was a great tour and it had the potential to be a stag trip, but I genuinely now didn't really want that. Um, cause I, 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 yeah, I don't like boozing a lot when I'm working, so I didn't booze a lot. But I, I met up with Michael Lipman, Chris Malone, Matt Carraro, Dave Lyons, Timmy Horan, obviously. Yeah. Um, he was commentating too. Obviously, Justin Harrison and oh, nice. uh, Justin and... Um, Andrew Mertens on great form, saw loads mm-hmm. of him, Matt Burke, just like loads of great guys that you otherwise wouldn't see. And Mark, I spent a lot of time with Mark Bakewell, the old um, Bath forwards coach, and Leicester Tigers and Bristol he was at, but I spent a lot of time with Bakes. Uh, he's down in Bondi. Uh, you know, saw a bit of Drew Mitchell and just, just lots and lots of good eggs just knocking around. And yeah, it was brilliant. And a couple of mates from... Um, Dulwich. Bath, who, who worked at Bath. No, Ollie Braley, a mate who, I don't know if you ever met Ollie Braley, but he worked on the commercial side at Bath for quite a long time. Um, 
met up with him. And did you ever meet, um, this is niche now, so our listeners won't know this. You met Sam Curry, the producer who did the highlights show with us a few Ooh, times. You met Kaza. Yeah, big time. Yes, he's he's moved out there now. Um, Looks about 50 and, and he's only... Oh God, awful. 30. Yeah, awful. He's moved yeah. out there now and got a baby Found love, and all that. didn't he? Found love. Yeah. yeah. And he had to move because he was On the other side of the world. <laughs> yeah. Just his luck. <laughs> so he's out there so we met up and he's got a weird like brummy Aussie accent now which is is um I don't want to offend anyone but it's it's ugly um so it's just great it was low pretty low-key during the week really good fun at weekends with a little bit of fun in the middle and I then I went um went to the Maldives flew straight to the Maldives from Sydney the oh, day after the third would. test yep which was great um Did you write a blog it's just on it? it's just a no it's just a high-end five star and the rest all inclusive because that's who I am relaxation um, though I bet eh? I felt but also uh, apart from being so incredibly successful that that's where I go on holiday now um so Freya and the baby they flew out from straight from London um we were meant to go in July but the England tour came along so we bumped it back and they flew out without me um so I met them there so that's so lucky mate um mate it was are, amazing yeah the flight there was amazing yeah not with a baby. They were in, when they arrived, fella, in the Maldives. I was waiting. Arrivals got there the night before. Stayed in the little motel. They were in pieces, in pieces. Did they ruin the holiday for you? Well, I'm getting to that. So we booked this holiday pre-COVID, yeah. right? So it's three, whatever it was, three years, whatever. And this is the first time we could have it. But apart from again, as I was about to say, apart from being incredibly successful and just being the sort of guy that holidays in these places, the truth is, we actually won the holiday in a raffle at a cancer research dinner a few loads of Christmases ago. I've told you about it on here before. I'm sure I have, but we won it in a raffle. So I literally bought a raffle ticket and, um, tins and Zara at this dinner, but I was literally a guest at the dinner. I was not doing anything. It wasn't anything to do with sport. Drop that. He was just, do you want to come to this dinner? No, not really. Please come with me. Cause my company sponsored it. Okay, fine. I'll go to a black tie dinner on a Saturday night. Like I haven't already been to three this week. Yeah. Um, did that, not much interest, bought a raffle ticket and it was literally like, do you always like a raffle ticket, sir? Yeah, sure, sure. For cancer research. Yeah, sure, sure. What tape? What's your name? What's your table? Yeah, the tickets are a hundred pounds or you can have two for 150. I was like, oh my God, I'll have one. Thanks. Mm. And I walked away. I was like, I cannot believe I just paid a hundred pounds for raffle ticket. Like raffle tickets are a fiver. Anyway, it turns out there's only one prize and I won it. <laughs> And Tins and Zara were like, put it back, put it back. I was like, no, I gave him middle finger, two fingers, two fingers, up yours, pal, I'm going. So we went, only we didn't have a baby when we first booked it. Mm. We now have, and you know I love my baby, Tom, you know that. Yeah. She ruined it. Yeah. Ruined it. Don't go to the Maldives with a baby. Do not go with a baby. And if anyone does and tells you it's amazing, they are bullshitting. I always just look ruined at people. It. You know, when I was sort of mid-twenties and you'd see... And all, someone 20 years older than you and they'd go away on holiday on their own or go to a cinema on their own. I'd look at them thinking, you're a complete weirdo. What's the matter with you? <laughs> I'm that person now. It's all yeah. I want to do. I used to look at people in restaurants eating on their own, old <laughs> men and old women. And I just, honestly, if I thought about it enough, I'd tear up, mate. Like, you're on your own. And I know that loneliness is genuinely a disease. Like, it literally yeah. affects your life expectancy. Yeah, yeah. Now I look at them and think... Not I, lonely people, people you. on holiday and in restaurants on their own. Like, I envy you with every one of my 126 kilos. All of them envy you. I wouldn't even need, like, I could take a, a carrier bag with all my items in. 
That'd be enough. Yeah. I wouldn't even need to pay extra to put a, a suitcase above my head. Yeah. A rucksack would do. It's yeah. all I need. It's like, it, it, it was a wicked holiday. The resort was unbelievable. The food, I mean, I've been to the Maldives uh, before and the food is just another level. Like, everything was just phenomenal. And because it's all inclusive, it's like mm. that sushi was nice, but there's only three pieces. And at one point I just said, can I have six more plates of that, please? He's like, yeah, sure. So it brings over 18 pieces of sashimi as my starter. Well, they like saying to you around the hotel, have you have you got your 14-inch plate, David? Yeah, I've got your plate, David. And it's like, it's a lobster night or whatever. And it's like, oh. everyone goes over and they're like, yeah, one please, one please. And it's half a lobster. And I was like, and this guy before me, this huge guy, was like, uh, yeah, uh, I'll take four. I'll take four. And they're like, legend. And I was like, I'll have three because I'm not greedy. And I went back and got another three after that. Mm. So three lobster, three whole lobster tails. And it's just like, I mean, it's honestly like it's a millionaire's holiday that I'll I'll have the fillet steak spaghetti bolognese, please. (laughs) Exactly it, yeah. Um, But it was brilliant. And the the baby mercifully slept perfectly. Every nap was the right length, slept through every night. Amazing. Um, But when she was awake, people kept saying, oh, it was the heat. It's not because we're in aircon most of the time. It's like she just unfortunately learned to whinge that week. She'd never really whinged and she learned to whinge at 10 months and she's back to her normal self now, luckily. But mate, at one point, you know, you don't want to be that guy, but even even her mummy was like, even Freya was like, this is unbearable. She is being intolerable. And it's like, mate, you've got... She's a flatman after all. And the, and the flights home, three flights, you know, seaplane and two uh, flights. Oh my God. I will never, ever do it again. Never do it again with a baby. No way. Free holiday. I genuinely yeah. would give it away. I'm not, I'm not joking. I would give it away if I ever won a holiday again and had to go long haul with a baby. I'll give the holiday away to you. Unless you can fly direct somewhere. On your own. Or I'll just go with you on our yeah. own. Yeah, should we do that? And we wouldn't talk much. It'd be great. We could do like anyway, a, a rugby camp out there. That's what we'll do. Maldives is famous for rugby hotspot. Anyway, that was great. It was a it was a wicked time, mm. and I'm hamming it up a bit for the pod. And it, we did have a great time, but it was it was pretty intense baby care on that trip. Um, and it's funny. I was saying the other night we had like having dinner with some mates, or whatever, and I was like, "Yeah, it's a bloody nightmare." And Freya was like, "You read three books in a week." Well, that's not you bad. weren't doing that much. I was like, "You weren't doing much baby care." It oh. was me. I was like, "Oh God, you've got me." Yeah. Fred did read three. Yeah. <laughs> Hands up. Uh, yeah. I read a good book um, while I was... I need on. to tell you about it. Um, I just want to clarify what it was, the actual numbers. Um, you'll understand now when I've Googled it really quickly. Um, it's a it's a book about a man who uh, is a fisherman and he goes out to sea one day and doesn't come back for something like 456 days and he's shipwrecked. I've heard of the book. Mm. The book, the, the name of the book is the number of days, isn't it? Yep, yep. About funny if it's what? Yeah, four hundred and thirty-eight. God, I was close. God, you were close, boy. Yeah, incredible book about survival in a in a small boat with no shelter or anything. Loses um, fish. Well, it doesn't even have a fishing rod. Loses everything. Motor, the lot, just there, floating. For 438 days, and he survives. It's an incredible story. I really enjoyed it. I'm definitely going to read that. It's not 100%. too long either. And I don't want to spoil anything for you on it, but you obviously know he, he does survive because it's his um, story. But it's called 438 days, is it? 438 days. I'm Googling it now. Yeah. Um, 
amazing. Also, bound to be yeah, a film so, made of it soon. Of course, there will be. Yeah, um, it would have been Will Smith, but it ain't going to be anymore. Um, yeah. So, and after that, came back and the house was getting. We arranged for the house to be basically the renovation to the main, all the main bits of it to be done and finished after I got back. So it started when we were in the Maldives, and then we went straight down to Devon for a few weeks, which was very smug but the weather was amazing and mm. yeah the invites for guests have stopped now because as you know like the house is great but it's not big and got a baby. it's like and we've got babies the baby takes the spare room yeah. now so and, and all your time as well and you've got to do yeah you've got to think differently haven't you about where you go and what you do yeah and there are days when like all of us are on the beach with everyone and it's great but the baby does need to go to bed needs a bath at dinner at five bath at six and bed it's a bit of routine so it's like well actually someone's got to take the baby home and everyone else doesn't want to leave at four we only got there at one yeah and everyone else is staying till nine having beach barbecues and all that stuff and it's like actually one of us had to go that happened quite a lot that's fine and we knew that but it and it was it's just but five week holiday with your kids is when you're doing all the cooking and cleaning and laundry you're not in a hotel is wicked and like feel very very lucky to have it but i tell you now it's not a normal holiday it's absolutely exhausting like yeah we we all we are genuinely we all got ill towards yeah we were yeah, so no, tired you did a couple of cameos um for me and you did look quite tired yeah there you go and i was, had a cap on we which made me broken think, cut and i hair. burnt my head and i burnt my head <laughs> i tell you, um, I tell you just, what i bought yeah. over the summer because it's been incredibly hot was a Temporary swimming pool. And temporary. On, you know, oh yeah, like you sent me the picture. Like, like a circle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a circle. It's probably like five meters by five meters. Or eight meters by eight meters, I think, even. But yeah, yeah, okay. Never doing it again. Never doing it again. Why? Well, I just the upkeep and forgetting to put chemicals in. Oh um, no. And then when you dismantle it, it absolutely stunk. Killed most of the grass, as I knew oh, it would, no. but the smell of it. And I tried to take it down bit by bit, and I thought, right, I'll wash this um, and use it next year. And it was so much for an effort, I cannot be bothered again. So I ordered a skip around my house and just dumped it in there, dumped a load oh, of other Tommy. stuff. Oh, mate. So sorry, mate. Yeah, it broke me a bit. but So sorry, mate. Yeah, yeah. So get your violin out. But anyway, we... We certainly haven't spoken to each other. We did do a couple of pods with Mark Evans. Yes. Um, and I'm not yes. saying that we got him the job at Fiji, but I think they listened to the podcast and it certainly helped. Um, yeah. We did one with Simon Thomas as well. And um, I've actually had, considering we didn't, it wasn't, it was off, you know, off season, off piste and all that. Yeah. I've actually had a remarkable amount of feedback about those two podcasts. Okay. People saying they absolutely love them and, Maybe that's where really we're glad wrong. we did them and all that. And I said, "Hey, you're welcome. We we do it for you. We Why do don't it we for you." We get Brian Moore on here. It'd be great, wouldn't he? Oh yeah. I mean, the the not the problem. The thing with Brian Moore is whatever you want to bring up, bit like Mark Evans. Whatever you want to bring up, he has thought about it. Mm. He's got an enormous IQ, and he has got a really really interesting take on it. And whereas Mark Evans is like he's obviously hugely bright and considered he he'll offer a kind of i don't know what the word is a sort of a rounded view on it here's why brian moore is like bang 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 well, this is it because of this and that. it's 
Blunt, brilliant, absolutely love it. I went what? to another race course a few weeks ago, Foslas, down in West Wales. And Liberty X were playing there. Do you remember them? Oh, good, I remember them. Of course I do. And S Club 7. But they weren't S Club 7, they were S Club 3. But my point being, I don't oh, reckon yeah. Brian Walker name all the S Club 7. Are they okay, yeah. characters? Yeah, okay. Can you? No. H? No. Steps, mate. Yeah, H from Steps. Right. Um, Do you want me to tell you? No. Yeah. Oh, I've gone blank now. Um, oh, good. Joe, she was the main one, wasn't she? Hannah, Tina, Paul. You could say anything. John, Tina. Bradley. Mm, there's one more. H. Nah, you steps, weren't he? Oh, God. Again, I'm literally that was a genuine accident. I got no idea. You're, you're just saying names though. Just go, Gary, and then I mean, no. Hannah, Joe, Tina. Is this the content people Rachel. Have been all summer for? Rachel. Rachel, Rachel, the best one. How can I forget that? Yeah, she um, was the jet, wasn't she? She was a gladiator's jet. <laughs> a lot. Diane Udall. That's what I mean. <laughs> of course, of course, of course. Right. Um, Do you reckon we get into something now? No, um, because okay. I've got one other thing. I this is um, years ago. I don't know if you know that I used to be married, Tom. Um, when I was uh, married, my last house, um, we got um, basically this is. I mean, it was a massive indulgence, but we got two robot mowers. Oh yeah, I remember them. Before they were like a massive thing, and they were Never loads cheaper then. Never going to use them use them every day they they were way cheaper then I look at them now it's like oh my god so I had a bit of a wrangling it wasn't a wrangling I said to my ex-wife I would like custody of the smaller of the two mowers please yeah and she gave me custody as long as I replaced it which I did with a, whatever it is a fly mower job a boss jobby mm-hmm. and um I've got that had it fitted um and the grass was quite long it was ready to go all done and it I kept getting on my app on my phone collision alert collision alert Bloody nightmare, Tom. So what I did was I borrowed the neighbour's actual mower, his Bosch jobby. I got it down to a more reasonable length, yeah. set the mower off again, and now yeah. it mows through the night every night. And it's got an eco mode, all that stuff. Oh, my God, Tom. Is it not noisy? Silent, completely silent. You have it in the middle of the night. If you're, if you're in the garden yeah. and you shut your eyes, you wouldn't know it was there. Wow. Completely silent. Yeah. Right. Have a look well, it's like that. a battery, isn't it? It's just yeah. a battery, so it's like an electric car. Okay. Nice. I'm really, I'm really, I'm really excited about it. And the problem is, you set it off. It's got headlights on it, so mm. I turn the headlights off because that's silly, and it will probably annoy people that live around us. But it goes in the middle of the night. I set it to go from two to four a.m. every night forever because it goes whatever the weather. The weather doesn't make any difference. And but that means I can't see it working. So every day when I get up now, I pop out into the garden with a little coffee the last few days, and I just put it on and watch it. Yeah, I need right. to. I, that might be an option for me. Do you reckon she'd give me custody of the bigger the one? The other one. Um, Coco's the other one. This one's Couscous. I've renamed it. Um, what will it take, you, mate? What will it take? Just go and take it. She won't even know it's gone. Okay. She's never touched it or she doesn't know She doesn't know anything about it. Pop just in, go and take it. Pop in for a cup of tea. Yeah, again. It happened last time. 20 press-ups out the front. It happened last time. Ended up in a divorce, didn't it? Um, Wear one of those dad bods t-shirts. <laughs> It, they are genuinely the thing about robot mowers is people people love an opinion. It's like having an electric bike. Oh, you're cheating. Yeah. Well, 
not really, because I've got a machine to cut my grass. Are you doing it with scissors, are you, Chief? The other thing is, it it's definitely it's definitely lazier than doing it yourself. But it's like, well, I quite like cutting the lawn though. I I know what I, I know what my activity levels are like and my schedule and stuff. So I don't have a border collie because it requires more exercise than I can give it. So I've yeah. got a dog that suits me. So quite like cutting the lawn. But the best way to cut your lawn is a tiny little bit regularly really really regularly which you don't do no one does it because i haven't got time unless they're retired and obsessive so you literally end up with a better lawn it's better for your lawn okay it's better it feeds right. itself mate Sold. they're brilliant Sold. I'm they're genuinely brilliant i love them and he what'd you say bosh i no i've got a husqvarna jobby okay I don't have a deal or anything like that before you say it it husqvarna 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 whatever it is okay. it's brilliant I mean, I don't know what other ones are like, but this one works and cuts the grass. Me will have a look. Yeah. I'd probably, what I'd do is I'd probably try and get a second hand one if, if they're off the price. I don't know. And then just put new blades on it for about three quid. Yeah. All right. No, I, I genuinely will because yeah. I let mine grow too long sometimes. My garden. My lawn. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it takes ages. I can't, help, I can't help you with that. Uh, so anyway, that, that excites me and I'm, I'm, I've been really pumped about that. I had to give it three cuts yesterday. It was that long. Really annoyed me. Really? Yep. Bringing yep. down the cut height every time. Yep. Yep. I was a bit wet you as well, steady. so it got stuck. There. You go well, steady there on it, all right? I'm in. You go steady on it, boy. Rugby? We're back in the game, aren't we? A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Well, yeah, there was games that were cancelled because of the death of the Queen and some of the tributes I've seen at sport events this weekend have been phenomenal been brilliant mm. you know the cricket was amazing um the anthem before games um before sport events you can you can feel a lot of emotion in there. and we've been and played in games where there's been minute silence or two minute silence but nothing quite as as emotional as this i don't think 
but it was great. It was great. We got some sport on. Yeah. Football was obviously cancelled. Um, games were cancelled. The golf was cut down to three days. Shane Lowry won. It was an incredible finish. Roy McIlroy nearly got him into a playoff um, at Wentworth. Um, and the the LIV, the live players were invited as well, which have they're the guys who've gone on a breakaway tour, and none of them really came close. It was it was their PJ golfers that and European to, uh, tour golfers that dominated, it, and Shane Lowry being one of them mm. was brilliant. Um, but you did you go to a game? What game were you at? Well, before. Um Oh yeah, so what what game was it? Well, I was meant I was meant to go to Bristol Bath on Friday night. Yep. And that got moved. Uh so I ended up um again I was meant I was meant to go on fr- I was meant to go on Saturday. So oh look long story short, I ended up working at Gloucester against uh, Wasps. Wasps yesterday yep. and it was properly good for two reasons. One, the game was properly good. Two, um Gloucester gave us a box. Nicole at Gloucester gave us a box to sit in, put all our kit in, do a couple of links oh. in, and actually just sit and watch the game with a bit of lunch. It was like, oh my god, this like we do not get treated like that. Mm. People think people think you do. You you might do when you with like one of the like BT Sport or whatever. You it's all done. If you're a big with the highlights, you are, aren't you? Yeah. yeah, but if you're BT Sport, you got your food truck, you got all that stuff, and you sit. You got you got an you got areas to be. If you're us lot, you are on the side of the pitch with your rucksack, that is it, which is fine. Not a complaint, mm. but it just is. Always has been. To have a box and a bit of lunch, it was just, it was best day of life. And the game was wicked because yeah. Wasps were electric in the first half and Gloucester were just asleep and then reversed that. Mm. It really, game of two halves, boy. Massively, um, 21-0 down, weren't they? Yeah, because Gloucester is much better last season, more consistent last season. You think, well, Gloucester should win this. But we were looking at the team sheet beforehand. Topsy and I were looking at it. And I was like, you look at, like, John Ryan from Munster's a, a tight head, really good signing, I think, really strong bloke. Mm. But you've got Brad Shields, Tom Willis, um, and Alfie Barbary in the back yeah. row. Joe Launchbury in the second row. To- Jack Willis on the bench. Dan Robson at nine. Atkinson at 10, really sharp. Dan Robson was electric. Really, really good in that first half. They subbed him off quite early in the mm. second half. And I was a bit like, it's not a comment on Porter who came on, but Topsy and I were like, mm, that's an odd call. Wonder if that was prearranged. I don't know. But- you know, in games, you often get like a turning point, don't you? Something that has a massive effect on the game. And it is often around like the 60, 65 minute mark. Often mm. where the game has turned either a mistake or not taken an opportunity or a try. But this one was really early, wasn't it? It was the Zamet try because, you know, you've got money on Wasps scoring that. You know, if that goes, it was a good hit from Harris. I'm not sure who it was on. But if that ball goes outside, one more pass, Wasps are in. right? And they're making that then what would become 28-0. And I don't think you're coming back from that. I think it's too much of a psychological blow. Uh, yeah. um, and all momentum is, is with you. But, mate, like, I know people saying, oh, Wales have to find a game plan now to, to suit Lewis Rees-Zamet. But you're not really going to because international rugby's not like that. It's not the time, space, players are better. Yeah. But if he gets any opportunity, he is absolutely away I think what another thing I'll take from his try which was unbelievable like balance pace um, was 
Crossdale is also lightning. <laughs> Do you see him chasing? I was going to say, I this is going to sound mad. And Lewis Rees Samet's my favourite. Okay, I'd go on a holiday with him if he wanted to. I don't think he looked as quick as I expected him to. The other lads looked quicker, and he had to go right off on an angle. He couldn't if it if it had just stayed straight and gone flat out without changing angle, he would have been caught relatively quickly, and or reasonably soon, like a long way before the line. And he also, we were right in the corner where he scored. You couldn't see it on the head-on camera. He actually slowed up. A, he slowed up half a yard before the end. And it was a bit like, we saw him limping later on. I don't think he got injured when he was running. I don't think. But he didn't look 100% to us. And yeah. Topsy's a winger, right? He played hundreds of games. And he's like, he is not 100%. And that was quick enough to score, but that was not super rapid. Like a Fijian. Just does enough to score, don't they? You know, they yeah, never, but I, they I never said like, properly go full on. Yeah, like Ugo was Ugo was around. Uh, Ugo, I know Ugo was on the telly the day the day before, and I was like, I said, for, I said to Topsy, if Ugo goes through there, and he's like, he's gone. If if Ugo gets up to full speed, he's gone. You you're not getting him. Whereas Lewis Rees Samet actually would have been caught at well, full speed. He had to change angle. He was pulling away really from Josh Bassett, who's fast. But I think Crossdale might have had a slight angle on him, but. He was even catching, but people have different paces, mate, as well. Like some people can maintain a pace for a long distance. Others have, you know, 40, 50 metres tops in them. So it is difficult to maintain that pace for such a long period. Another thing is, it is far easier chasing someone. Yes, it is. Yes, it's because it's like got Donkey a, Kong, isn't it? Yeah, because you've got a ball as well. And that does affect the way you run. And it's also... No, Mario Kart. Mario Kart is what I meant. <laughs> it is also a You're lot always easier. quicker when you're chasing. Yep, yeah. yep. Um, but I tell you what, I, I know it's a big thing the weekend, um, and this this happened a lot for Gloucester and Wasp was just props in general. Oh, making, I was going to say the same thing. Making breaks, making linking. You know, there were so many times that Wasps and Gloucester put props through the hole. Whether it, you know, players all run the same play, but they were they were hitting the short line a lot because. Defences. Sometimes you have to guess, and sometimes you think the ball's going to go out the back, and you and you hedge your bets, and you, you try and you know take the the ten or the the ball player coming around the back. But you know the props are going to hit through the middle, and they were away, properly away. You know it was. It's the modern day prop, is what I'm trying to say. You have to be good at scrummaging, um, lifting, mauling, but also line breaks now. Yeah, but it was. Harry Elrington was smashing people in the tackle, making breaks. John Ryan is not known. He's known for his scrummaging, making breaks. Elith Genge scored two tries through the middle. One was just, I mean, one was a great lie and a great bit of hands from Carl Sinclair against Bath. The other one was just Bath just completely switched off when he took mm. a tap penalty. But amazing on his feet. Alec Hepburn, Dan Cole mm. blocked a kick yep. after a long kick chase that led to the Liebenberg try. Yep. I mean, Coley's absolutely still doing it. Patrick Schickling got man of the match for for Chiefs but on BT Sport. But how Alec Hepburn got it, I didn't get it. He was incredible at the weekend. Incredible. His there's one bit as sixty if people are listening at home, which they are, if you've got access to Sky or, or BT Sport, sorry, it go sixty four, sixty five minutes. There's a bit where Alec Hepburn has it's just like four involvements in four plays. But he is so. He's sixty-five minutes in. He's been, but he's just so active. He's electric, and he was running onto the ball at pace, giving great passes, carrying hard, tackling. It's just like mm. 
phenomenal. That the output is just phenomenal. When Mako came on the scene, Vunapola, I was like, wow. Then Hepburn arrived. I'm like, wow, wow, wow. The the output is just the phenomenal. Expectation for me, guys. from a prop now is is huge. You know, yeah. 15, 20 years ago, you'd settle for someone that was decent mauling, decent scrummaging, decent defender, carried a bit. Now yeah. you're, you're talking ball player off nine, being able to hit yeah. a short line, being able to hit the ball around the back, choosing that right option, being mobile, being fast enough to to hit out to win lines, to be able to link with, with players. Um, what I would say though is kick chases. Yeah, what well, lots of props like to stand at first receiver and do that ball out the back thing, and that's fine. Loads of the guys are really capable at it, but quite often I think you are just not the best option for that. There are other people that could do that better. Yeah. And I think they want to stand there. It's almost like for stats, they want to get involved or something. And quite often it's like you, you're actually just much better off. Your hooker's got, in whatever team it is, your hooker's got better hands than you. Your locks have got better hands than you. Like, yeah, you know, if I, I'm not, there isn't a wasp prop I'm thinking of. There isn't one that was doing it yesterday, but at King's Home, say, or say you've got a launch in the second row and he's not the one carrying. You'd rather have his skills there than your prop. And I think, I sometimes think that there are, Props in particular can overplay that a little bit. Also, like Kyle Sinclair, some people are Mako's amazing at Sinclair it. Mate. Sinclair's one, yeah. amazing at it. Do, do um, you know the ones that are good at it, Flats? Sorry to jump in. Is the ones that are genuine carriers because yeah. players know you do the analysis. So sometimes you look up and you just see shirt. Most of the time, though, you can see who it is um, because mm. you know what players look like. And it's the ones that are, are big carriers, the ones that you wary wary about that you pay a little bit more attention to. And then all of a sudden, when they don't carry, they put it around the back, someone's been held. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It. And <clears throat> I, some of the guys are brilliant at it. Hepburn, Sinclair, those guys are great at it. Um, but they're, because they're an actual threat with the ball is what you're saying, isn't it? Whereas yep. a lot of guys just stand, turn and give. And yep. it's like, well, I mean, anyone could do that. You try and offer some threat. I mean, I couldn't have done it. So I'm talking shit really. But I, I was watching Bristol and I was thinking, Genge is such a running threat. Sinclair's got such good hands at the line. Um, I sort of, what I would like to see from, I mean, Carl Sinclair was superb, um, but just what I'd like to see, just because I enjoy it, is him hitting the lines that Genji's hitting as well. Because there was, for quite a long time, Carl Sinclair was one of the best ball-carrying props in the world. Mm. And now he would be more, we'd be more used to seeing him handling at the line. I mean, very, very high-level handling for a prop. But we're more used to that, and I think if he could add, bring some of that carry him those line, hit those lines back mm. in because he's such a good runner. Um, it's a variation, then, isn't it? You know, you need the variation in it, but it depends how your team want to play as well and who's yeah. calling what. Because sometimes, if if you've got a ten or a a twelve behind you and he's shouting for like an over, I call you are going to give it because they tend to have the best eyes. But you're right, you know, you do want to see your best ball carriers sometimes just trucking up hard. How fast did Genge and Sinclair look? Yeah, you know, you... they're, they're both, they're both so, they're just fantastic, aren't they, pair of them? It was like, they're great. It was like Shanklin and Henson in the centre, it wasn't bit, it, it, when Genge bit, yeah. went through? More like Jamie, more like Jamie Robertson Henson. Um, and John, John Fox Davis. What, about... what I was going to say is, I was going to say is about Courtney Laws. So Courtney yep. Laws was always just a hit man. Then he became a really good defender mm. as well as a hit man. Then he became a really, really good carrier, <clears throat> and it didn't. He didn't. It didn't stop defending as well. And now he's a really good carrier. He's also a really good last at the, you know distributor at the line, giving hit balls. He's actually a really good um, flat to the line distributor now. So he's adding layers to his game. But every time he adds a layer, the layer before doesn't disappear. He just yeah. does all of it. 
And I, that's what I'm talking about. So mm. I love seeing Genge play like that. Love watching Sinclair play like that. Really, really enjoyed it. But what I would say is that Sinclair is a major threat with the ball. A brilliant defender. It's just a wonder. Everything he does is excellent. But I would say he could be a bigger threat with the ball, which would just make him one of the best players in the world again. One I thing I want to ask you after I've just mentioned this. Um, first off, Genja's second try. There is, you mentioned it earlier, no urgency at all in Bass defence. I tell you what makes it for him, though, is Sam Lewis coming up with him because he taps yep. it. And if he doesn't have Sam Lewis, that's just pretty much a one-on-one tackle. But because Sam Lewis comes up, that attracts um, Atwood. He's the only one that comes off the line. Everyone else is just static. Yeah, creates a little hole, goes through. Brilliant try. Really powerful, but you have to say, pretty woeful defensively. Um, Tom Dunn's hair, because he looks like something out of Last of the Mohicans. Charity. Okay, fine. Thought so. Yep. It's all all right then, isn't it? Yeah. No, it's all all right See him around town, mate. See him around town. It is like... It's like a Children of the Corn horror movie, mate. He's like Magua from Last of the Mohicans. He's the nasty one who... He's a massive bloke as well. Yeah. And he's a horrible looking bloke. Like, I don't mean I don't mean not attractive. He looks like mm. he, he's lovely he's a lovely man, but he looks like he'll have your eye out. You know, he'll have the jaw off you because he's you know, he looks like a rough old boy. Actually he's really nice, but it's quite a sight seeing him walking through Central Bath. Everyone's yeah. in boat shoes and chinos. They're not ready for Dunny, mate. And Bath could have won it at the end. Wasn't they far look good. off. Bath Francis. look good and then mm. when you think I mean Bristol were missing a load too, but when you think of the players there missing you know you've got no Jonathan Joseph there's, there's a lot of you know good players missing there um I thought they looked much better and positive one, one signs thing I know, yeah one thing I noticed was that defensively yes yeah, they made mistakes and conceded 29 points right so mm. not perfect defensively they look way better to me and it's just round one and we don't know how good Bristol are yet because at cup early last season Bath lost to Bristol but played some brilliant stuff and it's like wow Bristol are going to Bristol and Bath are going to fly. What a game! And they were both poor, so yeah. we don't know yet. But what I would say is that they exited much better. So when the ball came into their twenty-two and they wanted rid of it, they either booted it or they knocked it up and then booted it. And it sounds simple, but that's the stuff they just couldn't do last season. It just mm. when it falls apart, it falls apart. And it was it was knock it out or knock it up, knock it up, knock it out. And Ben Spencer running the show at nine, he was brilliant, yeah. really, really good. Yeah. His try was really good. But he class. was excellent all round again, class player. And um interested to see how Piers Francis goes at ten. Will he will yeah. he be first choice ahead of Bailey? Did not didn't always thought of him as a centre. So I quite we'll like him at goes. twelve. Yeah. Um, I tell you who a couple of Tongans look pretty decent in Exeter Leicester. Um yep. Sal Mackey on the wing. Yeah, and Kata, yeah. 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 And Kata, yeah. Glides yep. through Kata. I think he played um NRL originally. I a little look, but yeah, he's a, a he look, he look, he's one of those um annoying blokes that carries a lot of weight and he's really light on his feet. Yep. One of those, you know, you get like a tough to Ian tackle. Witten, who's just a massive bloke, mm. not particularly light on his feet, but he runs a hard line and properly commits you. But Kata could probably do that, but he could also stitch you up by yeah. just moving off line at high speed, you know, and that's annoying. You mentioned the Jack Knowles like that. Yeah, a big thing for Exeter, I always think, is just the the work the two wingers do off the ball. Yeah, really good, always involved. Woodburn and. Now, uh, Jack Noel, but yeah, you mentioned Cole's charge down on Simmons. 
uh, for the Liebenberg try. I thought it was great. It was a good charge down, but I tell you, that kick is on. It's so on. There's so much space out there. Just oh, poor really? execution. Yeah, it looked. It was. Oh, I think it was the show. right choice. Just he probably didn't expect Coley to get there. To be no, honest, if you if you watch Coley on the replay, it takes too long. Really, he's not moving sorry. that quick. Coley, he's not flat no. out. That is a that is a fifty percent speed run, and yep. he just finds himself in the right. I mean, it's bloody good that he got there. But he, he might take it up to sixty percent at one point. But he's not flat out on the charge down. Nope. He, can't, he probably can't believe his luck, to be honest. Just jumps up. Um, the yeah. Schickling try right at the end, which seals the game for Exeter. Pure ruck speed and contact area. Yeah, they just every carry is less than two seconds. Ball is away. Yeah, and eventually, you know, if you can't slow the ball down, you can't make a, a dominant hit and slow it down. Then it's it's really difficult against a team like Exeter who've got yeah. big carriers everywhere. And eventually, Schickling goes over. But you watch that um, because. Simmons should have got it a lot closer. He should have got that five meters out. He doesn't. It's a really poor kick, and it ends up being something mm. like fifteen meters out. But yeah, yeah. Just the carries were good. The contact area was just as good, and just able to get the ball away. So every time Bath are moving back, they can't move forward because the ball's gone. I tell you what, um, Dave Ewer's coming off the bench. Yeah. Jesus, I, I mean, he looked. He looked powerful, like really quick up to speed, mm. really accelerating to contact, bit of footwork. It was like, whoa. He he looked serious at the weekend when he came off the bench. Really, really good. I should have um, asked this, but I'm, I'm assuming uh, you're doing the highlight show every week? Yes. Brilliant. I've not seen it yet. When's it out? Yeah, ITV. It, out? It, was on, it was on last night. I think the schedule's got moved around a bit because of um, the Queen's passing, obviously. Yeah. Um, so it was on last night. I actually, do you know what? I've not made a habit of watching it. I don't really like watching myself. Don't know about you. Um, but I was up early with the baby this morning and I thought, do you know what? We will watch it. And she wouldn't know what it was. She sat there for the whole show. Obviously, I fast forward the rugby. I'm not stupid. I've already seen that. Mm. When I say the whole show, 20 minutes. Um, she sat there for the whole thing. I think she thought I was really good. I think that's what she thought. Yeah, you are. I wasn't. Um you're one of Quinn, the best I New, know, right? New, yeah, one of the top ten. Newcastle Quinn's a great game. Great game. Um, we don't need to labour on it, but it was nah. end-to-end stuff. Just loads of tries. Dave. Loads of tries. Newcastle inverted commas had it won, but it Quinn's did a Quinn's and uh, Don Brandt went over, and then uh, Alex uh, Lennox and Yamwe went. I mean, amazing try, end-to-end potential try of the season behind his own try oh, line. He ends it, up mate. scoring the opposite did corner, see like. It. Wild try, like proper yeah. Quinns. Tyrone Green, handful, absolute handful. Looks brilliant. Um, London Irish looks sharp. Uh, Bernhard Jans van Rensburg, really, really good. Ollie Hassel-Collins, brilliant game, really good. But they're playing against Worcester, who've, as far as we know, well, they've had no pre-season games. As far as we know, had no contact training leading up to this in case anyone got injured and then couldn't get a job elsewhere mm. if they folded, right? So properly up against it. London Irish look good, but you've got to bear in mind what they're against. Just just great that Worcester were out there playing. Um, and on Sunday, we've done Gloucester, Waston, and Sale look really sharp. It was 29-22 against Saints, but it was a comfortable mm. win, actually. Um, uh, look really, really sharp in places. And uh, Tom O'Flaherty, ex-Chiefs, got the, the bonus point try for Sale. So that's nice for him. But it was Dupree, 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 dominating, you know, big bits of meat, knocking people around. I love it. If you had to pick a team now at the start of the season to 
Who do you think are going to win it? Who would you Harry's. say? Harry's. They haven't played yet, but no. it's a pretty safe bet, isn't it? Look, they, they played on, um, what was it, Thursday night? Whatever. You look at you look at the lineup, and it's like, yeah. oh, my God. Well, you have got 13 teams in your league, so it doesn't make sense a little bit. But. A little bit, a little bit. But it's yeah. like, yeah, oh, my day. The Still Sarri's here. Yep. Okay. Well, there was no URC this weekend. It starts uh, last weekend. It starts this weekend. So sure everyone's desperate to know that. Well, I know. It just keeps the pod short, doesn't it? It's yeah. Or it's an hour I'm now. covering the Scarlet Ospreys, which should be a big game. Derby. That'll be good, actually. Derby start the season. Need to start big. Uh, the Welsh teams do. Finish like ninth, 10th, 14th and 15th last year. It's terrible. Mm, it's not great, is it? No. No good at all. So That's not great, boy. It can um, only get better. I'm, by the way, I'm going to get my feet done in a minute after this pod. I'm going to my... um Vet. Podiatrist, shropodist, what's the one? Get me feet done. Can't wait. Well, for a man that doesn't do much walking or much running, I mean, surely your feet are lovely and smooth anyway. 10,000 steps a day, mate. Really? Yep. Around your house. Only 10,000 steps a day. House, up and down the stairs, <laughs> that is. Yeah. Um, 10,000. The bloke did come Millimeters to said, mountains in your house. This the robot lawnmower, by the way, robot mower, lawnmower installation guy did say that's one of the smallest lawns he's ever seen a robot mower on. <laughs> I said, shut up and fit it, mate. Shut up, Chris. He's a good fella. He was like, yeah, you're having a laugh, aren't you, Dave? Having a laugh. I said, put it in. Put it in. Um, 10,000 steps a day, mate. Oh, and, take you know, back. four or five workouts a week and I'm still ah, I suppose you wore the dogs kilos. as well, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. Still heavy, boy. Still, I think I'm just meant to be heavy. Yeah. Born this way, Lady it's Gaga. That's my, my diet. I am what I am. Um, I'm hosting um, Tom and Ben Young's testimonial dinner with the oh, Grove on Wednesday. Oh, lovely. Lovely. Who's going? Who's speaking? Uh, Barack Obama. Barack Obama's going. Um, Donald Trump's coming. Um, China. It'll be good, actually. Um, yeah, I mean, Johnny Wilkinson's going, so everyone else oh. doesn't matter. That's, that's how I look at it, because he's my favourite. You'd be on his pod next, won't you? Discussing stuff. I'm not clever enough to go on that pod. Mate, I, I don't, even, think about I don't even understand what he's talking about half the time. It's, it's just too clever for me. I don't I don't think about things in the depth that he thinks about things, no. which is one of the reasons he was 950 times more successful than I was. But yep. probably, but I just, I do think about things, but not hard enough to go I'm on that intelligent pod. enough. That's the problem. No, he's intelligent. He's intelligent, or yeah. Um, look, good luck, to you boy. Um, mm. I'm doing a side of salmon tonight. Ooh, on the Traeger, okay. Oh, can I tell you what I did yesterday, which is my favourite cut for. Well, a you tell dinner. me, and then I'm going to follow that up with a fact. Go on. Oh, I did a rolled sirloin. It was a <sighs> kilogram, and I sealed it in some garlic butter, and then I whacked it oh. in the oven, put the meat in the middle, and oh my days, mate. I made a beef sandwich for myself for lunch today uh, out of some of the leftovers. And mm. as soon as I got into the office, I ate it at nine o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> you it baby. Was so good. Do you know what? Because you sent me a picture of that yesterday. Yeah. I ordered one last night. Field oh, and flour. Field yeah. and flour. Straight oh, on. Mate. I've got to have one. I changed my order. I love that. Do it. Just seal it in a bit of garlic and butter and then just whack it. It took about an hour, I think, in the oven. About 180. And oh. honestly, it was one of the nicest things I've had for a, a beef roast weeks dinner. Now. For weeks yeah. now. 
Anyway. Oh, well done, fella. All right, well, think of my feet, okay? Yep, and I will see you Friday, won't I? Oh, yeah. For your sins. Yeah, we're doing a little luncheon in Dorset. Be nice, yeah. that. Um, all, right. all right, good luck to you, boy, all right? Well done Bournemouth, today. by the way, bye. But where is it? Bournemouth. Is that not Dorset? Don't know. No, it's Hampshire. Well, what is it? Pool. Hang on, stay there. Pool. Bournemouth. I'm getting the train to Bournemouth, so I hope so. What county is Bournemouth in? I'm writing in. Bournemouth. Um, Dorset, yeah. Ah. Up yours, you bugger. Well done, it's a test. All right, stick it up your ass. Cheers then, boy. Nice one. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.